Hey, this is Cindy, and you're listening to Life is a Pre-Med. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of Life is a Pre-Med. Just want to give a little notice. I live with four other girls, so if you guys hear any background noise, I'm sorry about that. There's only so much I can do to control that. Um, But today we are going to talk about my study tips that I have developed over the years to possibly help you guys. So I want to give a little background. I, I guess I could call myself smart in high school, but I wasn't like crazy smart. Like I got a 3.8 honors, 3.8 weighted GPA. Um, and then it was 3.6 unweighted. So not bad, but not good enough to, you know, get into the harder UCs and stuff like that. So I didn't feel the smartest for sure. I definitely didn't feel the smartest in the room. I didn't, I never felt the smartest in like my AP classes. Um, I doubted myself a lot and I thought it was just because the kids that were doing really good and like specifically I'm talking about like AP Euro, A Push, um, or AP US History if you don't know what that is. Like I felt like the people who just got those things were just inherently smart. And some of that could be true. I believe like intelligence could be partially genetic, but it's greatly also dependent on your mindset, um, how motivated you are to succeed, and also your study strategies. Like the way you study, the way you think when you're looking at the material can change your grades completely. So now, today, I am a fourth year in college and there has been many times where I felt one of the smartest people in the room. And I wouldn't say that I'm inherently a genius. Like, I definitely have to work for my grade. Um, But over the years, I developed such great strategies to where, like, things that used to take me forever at first, like in terms of like study strategies, they now take me so much less time because it completely molded the way I think when I absorb the material. So now I'm taking the first semester of OCHEM and I'm also taking a bio- the last biology series, which is phyo- physiology and ecology. If you told me freshman year of college that I would have gotten these grades on these classes, I wouldn't have believed you. In my... So right now in my biology class, we're focusing on physiology. On my last exam, I got 100%. That is insane to me. I would have never believed that I would have ever gotten 100% on a biology exam. On my OCHEM semester one exam, I was so scared for OCHEM. Everyone tries to freak you out for OCHEM for some reason. In reality, it's not that hard if you know how to study. I got a 96% on my first OCHEM exam. And the first exam of the semester for OCHEM has known to be the easiest compared to all of them, but 96%? I mean, I, I would have never believed you if you told me that. And now I feel like I can do anything at this point. Like, I definitely put in the work to get in those grades, but 
the amount of work you put in could mean nothing if your strategies aren't right. So let's get into things that I've learned. Number one, do you feel like you are struggling to focus in your lecture classes? Because I have definitely felt that many times in college. Um, And there's a strategy to get around that. So if you feel like you're walking into lecture um, and then your teacher starts talking about the PowerPoint stuff and you honestly just start daydreaming for pretty much all of the class, like what happens to me is like I'll go on, I have an iPad, so like I'll be doing like other stuff. I'll be multitasking and like getting other stuff done during that lecture class. And then I was there at that lecture class for literally no reason because I literally just finished work instead of listening to lecture. If you're struggling with this, you need to read the PowerPoint or the book, or you need to take notes on the material before you come to class. If you feel like you somewhat know the material, you're able to somewhat connect with it when the teacher starts talking about it. Like, you will hear a term that sounds familiar to you, and when the teacher starts talking about it, you'll start, like, thinking about it in a different way and becoming intrigued and being like, oh, yeah, I know this. Like, just the feeling of, like, oh, I know this is so motivating to the point where you just like feel engaged like yes I know that yes I know that yes I know that and you just feel like so much more connected with the lecture so the way I learned this was the second so at my school most schools it's like you have to take three the series for biology is like three semesters and that's what med schools usually want you to do so the second semester of that biology series was intro to cell and molecular bio and this professor was amazing he knew what he was doing like he researched the best ways to teach his students and you could tell um so he actually didn't even give us the powerpoint before as an assignment like we would get a grade for this like before the lecture day we would have to watch his lecture video um, all the way through like before we talked about that lecture in class and the the software could tell if you re- if you watched through all of the video so it was your choice whether you wanted to just watch through the video mute it do something else like not listen to it whatever or you could spend the time to take notes on the video and that takes a lot of time honestly like i I have an iPad again, so I would write out like everything in the slides, like by hand. And each video, I think it was like uh, like half an hour to 40 minutes of him talking. So yeah, it took like a while, maybe like two hours to write out the whole video like by hand. Just by doing that alone, like I learned so much about the chapter already. But when I went into class, I have never felt more engaged. There was not one moment where I wanted to like go on my phone or go get distracted and do something else. Like I felt so engaged with the lecture. So he would, the PowerPoint that he would put up was kind of like the same thing that was in the video, but he would add like a couple other things. And then 
he would explain it through and then I would go into my notes that I wrote myself and I would like whatever like he was saying that the PowerPoint didn't say like I would add in the notes like under um, what I wrote I since I have an iPad I could take the pictures of like any pictures that were in the slides like in the video um, and then paste it into the iPad that entire process like I was studying I was studying from day one that was the perfect way to learn the material and feel so engaged in lecture and sometimes you just don't have time for that sometimes the teacher's powerpoints are insanely long the best you can do possibly is i guess either read through the powerpoint which it's not going to give you the best result if you are lucky and you have an ipad or you can print out the powerpoint too but if you have an ipad um you can write in notes inside the PowerPoint. Like you can do your own mnemonic devices. Like let's say you see like an interesting complicated word and you need know you're going to need to memorize it. You can write it out in a way where you would memorize, like make a mnemonic device for it. If you don't know what a mnemonic device is, it's like, uh, how do I explain it? It's like a, a way to memorize something Uh, let me give you an example like homeostasis if i wanted to memorize the word homeostasis i would look at the word to see like what sounds familiar and how does it relate to the definition so homeostasis i hear the word home and at home is where you're supposed to feel at peace in a way and homeostasis is basically where your body's trying to maintain like a stable equilibrium so that your body can function properly. I hope that made sense. But basically his goal was to have students learn the material, not just by like listening to it, because that can only do so much for you, but like actively learning it, actively writing it down, because there's so many studies that show that writing down the material is such a game changer for memorization not just like unconsciously writing it down like you're not even paying attention to what you're writing but like actually paying attention to what you're writing and writing everything down changes everything and he knows that and that's why he did that and that's why his students scores were so high but the students that chose not to do that and take either the lazier route as in they don't want to do it or maybe they simply don't have time they have so many other commitments they can't do that like their scores did suffer a little bit I want to highlight um how amazing it is to have an iPad I am very grateful I got it as a gift from my dad for I think my birthday game changer if you are starting your undergraduate degree and you know you got four years left or you know you're going to go into med school and got another four four years left like it's worth the investment trust me it's definitely worth the investment and I got the iPad Air I like how light it is it's cheaper than the iPad Pro I don't necessarily need the iPad Pro um I've seen people with like the mini iPads personally I I I would splurge a little bit and get the larger sized iPad just because sometimes I even struggle like 
like the screen is big, but like, you know, sometimes I struggle because I split screen a lot. Like I'll open Chrome and you can split screen to like have your notes open so you can like um, do the notes while like a video is going on the left or something. Um, to do that on a smaller iPad would be such so much more of a hassle like that would that would strain my eyes probably but it's amazing I use the app notability another good app is good notes I have heard good things from both I tried I downloaded good notes and notability when I first got the iPad and I just felt more of a connection to notability I don't know I liked the layout more um and I stuck with it and I love it um Everything about it is amazing. Like I can take, while the lecture's going, if like there's a slide that had a picture that like I know wouldn't be given to us later or like they're they're putting up like a practice multiple choice question up on the screen. Like I can pick up my iPad, take a picture of the screen. It goes straight to my notes. Um, I can crop it the way I like. I can write on the picture. It's perfect for if you're taking an anatomy class. Oh my gosh. If you're like the anatomy lab, you have to take the lab practicum where you have to like look at all the structures and figure out what it's pointing to. Like if you had pictures um, to go off of and to just like write it in, like I know it's going to be so helpful for med school. I'm really excited to use it in med school. But um, otherwise, I don't think I would would use an iPad outside of school. Like it's I only use it for school. So if you only have like, if you have a lot of time in school, like it's definitely a good investment. So specifically for any chemistry classes, I have this theory that if you want the A and you're just not like naturally good at chem, you should read the book. So (laughs) the reason I say that is in general chemistry I took two semesters of it already I I did fine like I got a first semester b the second semester um but it was a struggle to get those grades and that was after like some of the tests were curved or I think the grading scale might have been curved or something like that like it was it was a really rough time and the ways that I was studying was it just felt like it wasn't working well enough so yeah I got those grades but how much did I actually learn like I I don't know I couldn't tell you because there was so many concepts where like I was just trying to cram studying so that I would do good on the test but the problem is like general chemistry is such a big portion of the MCAT so because I didn't because I didn't really like um, spend the extra time to really analyze the concepts, like that's something that I'm gonna have to really spend so much more time on when I study for the MCAT because I was just studying to kind of memorize instead of understand. Um, Something that my professor always told me in chem was like, you should read the book. And I was like, ain't nobody got time for that like there's there's no way I got so many things going on there's no way I have time to read the book but in reality I there's definitely ways that I could have I like uh I don't know like people people can handle really 
really tough things. Like I've seen people with so many commitments, sometimes even kids doing the same thing I'm doing. Like there's time. You just have to sacrifice. <laughs> um, I've, I spent, it's not only just reading the book too, like it's, it's making like your own notes kind of on the book. So comparing this now to like what I'm doing for OCHEM, OCHEM, a lot of people say like, oh, it's memorization. Just like try to memorize things and then you'll be fine. Like, no, OCHEM is also a very big portion of the MCAT. And if you're memorizing things, there's only so much you're learning and there's only so high of a score you can get on your exam because you can't memorize everything. Like if you can, if you know exactly what's going on with the material and each structure and how things work, like you'll be able to answer any question that comes at you. So no, it's not memorization. Like you, you have to learn. And in OCHEM, I'm right now, what I'm doing is I'm reading the book. So each chapter is like, <laughs> it's an, it's annoying. I'm not going to lie. It's like 30 pages, but it's so helpful before the material is talked about in class I go through that part of the book I make my own notes on it so I do the split screen on the iPad on the left I have the textbook on the right I have my notes and I'm only highlighting like the important stuff within the text and writing things out in a way where I would understand and I'm basically teaching myself before the teacher teaches me it so for most of the OCHEM lectures, I've been doing this and I go to class and I'm super hyper-focused. I know exactly what the professor's talking about and I never feel lost. The other day, I got behind on my reading. I didn't read everything that was going to be discussed in class. I didn't take notes on all of it. And I was so distracted. I could not focus for the life of me because all I hear, heard out of the professor's mouth was literally nothing. <laughs> I literally, I have no idea what he was saying. It was the most confusing thing ever. And it stressed me out too. Like I was like, why don't I, why don't I understand what he's saying? Like, this must be so hard. Um, I'm getting scared now. And I was like, so distracted the whole time. Like I was on my phone. I was multitasking. I just couldn't stay focused for the life of me and it was because I had no idea about the material and then I go home that night or like I go home like and then later that night I go through the, that part of the book and I'm going through all the concepts I'm like wait this is not that hard like I don't know what I was freaking out about because I had the time to spend by myself diving deep into the material trying to understand it myself at my own pace and it's life-changing. Like, suddenly OCHEM is not as hard as everybody says it is. So I would highly recommend reading the book for chem. Any any class where there's a lot of concepts that you that are not common sense to you already, like you you need to read the book to understand them. Like you it's so important. Um physics I didn't read the book but if you're really struggling in physics like there you could it could be a conceptual issue um unless your teacher gives you really good powerpoints on like and teaches you really well on like the concepts of physics like if your teacher sucks like go to the textbook and you you just have to teach it yourself like 
at the end of the day, yeah, you can blame the teacher. Like, yeah, professors matter for sure. Like your time in your class could be so much easier if you had a good professor. But it's still not impossible to get a good grade with a bad professor. The only thing is you have to learn how to teach yourself and you're going to have to spend so much more time teaching yourself. It's possible. It just takes more effort, more time. It's annoying. But if you're blaming your bad grade on your professor, there's validity to that. But you can get around that. There's ways to get around that. Some people, it's hard because, again, like you never know what people are going through. You never know the commitments they have outside of school and at home. Um, just get the most help you can. Like a lot of colleges have free tutoring on campus. Um, you're just going to have to sacrifice some, like it depends how bad you want the grade. If you're fine with the B, then whatever, like you can, you can get away with that. But if you want the A, like don't tell yourself it's impossible because you have a bad professor. Like there's so many resources out there today. Like it's so much easier <laughs> low key it's so much easier to get the a in this day and age than it was back then like the amount of resources you have today is insane um but next topic i want to talk about the various methods that you can use to study because if you want an a in the class you need multiple strategies of studying you cannot just do one I have this thing where like taking notes during lecture, I don't think it's helpful unless you you know the material already, like you did with what I told you before, you're going through the PowerPoint or the textbook before they talk about it in class and you're learning it yourself, you're teaching it yourself, and then you go into class. If you're just like learning the material for the first time in the class and you're just like non-stop taking notes you're just trying to rush to get those notes in on your laptop or on your notebook before the teacher ch changes the slide you are not learning anything i promise you yes writing down the material is known to scientifically help you memorize but not when you're rushed not when you don't have the time to understand what you're writing um or like pay attention to what you're writing that's it's not going to help you I remember doing that in some of my classes like I'm just rushing to get those notes in but it's it's not worth it I would have benefited so much more by just like sitting and paying attention to the teacher rather than trying to get those notes in and then maybe after class going through the notes again but before class is the best time to go through it and then go in class and learn it for the second time you want to learn it as many times as you can you want to hear that information being repeated now when you are trying to teach yourself the material before the lecture starts or maybe you're studying for the exam and you still after hearing the information multiple times you do not still understand the material like you still need help use your resources you have youtube youtube is amazing for every single subject there's something out there for you like you have 
If your teacher sucks, at least you have a million YouTube teachers that are just as willing to teach you. And you can pause the video, you can take your time to watch it, you can take notes on it. It's a great way to learn. You have your classmates, and then also you have your teachers. You have those office hours, like those office hours are there to help you. And if you want those letters of rec, you need to go to office hours. Like you need letters of rec from your professors and there's absolutely no way, especially if you go to a big university like me, I go to Cal State Long Beach. I think there's like 40,000 students here or something like that. Like you're, it's so impossible to like make a connection with your professor unless you go to their office hours and you speak with them one-on-one and they know who you are. They know your face, they know your name. Um, Not only can they help you, like I went there to my office hours I mean, my teacher's office hours for OCHEM. I went to both my lecture professor. I went to my lab professor. Um, and I just like went through practice problems with them. And I just sat in the room with them. And, and I was going through the problems. Anytime I had a question, I showed it to them. They explained it to me. Like it was a great way to learn. And then I also know that Long Beach has like free tutoring sessions. Um, they have the tutoring center. And they specifically have like student chemistry tutors that are there for students um another strategy is teaching someone else i did this for my anatomy class and it worked really well i got a a in human anatomy so with my study partner what we would do is we would go through well this was the first thing we tried a lot of different strategies and some of them took so much more time than others And we just had to change some things. But the first strategy was going through the PowerPoint and creating our own questions off of the PowerPoint. Um, Once we made our own questions, like we went through answering our own questions and that worked really well. And I was like, I love human anatomy. Like I'm very, very passionate about it. So it was so easy for me to end up wanting to like teach the material so if my partner ever struggled with any of the concepts like I would go to the whiteboard and draw it out and end up teaching her and it not only benefited her but it also benefited me because teaching the material allowed my brain to look at it in a different way creating those questions ourselves allowed our brains to look at it at a different way I ended up we ended up stop doing that like we um, stopped creating our own questions because it was taking too long instead I think we took the study guide questions we still we went through all of the powerpoints um, slide by slide spent maybe five minutes on each slide unless it was a super easy slide we created a mnemonic device for every single term Um, And it worked really well. We would like be going through the exam and like remembering these really stupid mnemonic devices, Um, but it worked. After we finished like going through all the slides, we, I think we took like the study guide questions and we tried to answer them ourselves. If we couldn't answer it, we would have to go back. Um, Just speaking out loud, like if you don't have someone to teach, saying the information out loud is another way of studying. Like, don't keep it in your head. Say it out loud because if you can't articulate it, like, don't look at your notes and try to articulate it yourself out loud. It uses a different part of your brain to be able to 
come up with a way, a different way to explain something rather than just reading it in your head. With all of that, though, be careful who you study with. Um, There was another study partner I had where they got distracted very easily, um, got us sidetracked very easily. Um, Also, yes, I was teaching them, but it was to the point where like, I mean, they were paying attention, but not enough to the point where like they were getting the information quick enough. Instead of spending five minutes on a slide, we would spend 10 to 15 minutes. And that point, at that point, it was no benefit to me anymore because, I mean, I, I'm, I would love to help people, but when it's no longer benefiting my time, because I have such limited time as a pre-med, it's really difficult. And I ended up stop studying with that person because I can't keep doing that. I can't spend twice as long on a slide when I feel super, super comfortable with the material and I need to move on. So unfortunately, like you have to cut some study partners out. You gotta be selfish in that way. Like your time is very, very valuable. Um, And when it's no longer benefiting you, like go study by yourself. And by the end of anatomy, like I, the like teaching the material, completely changed like my pathway of thinking when I looked at the material to the point where like by the end of the class, like I no longer needed to teach anyone to get the same benefits because uh, I don't know how to explain it, but like in order to teach someone, you have to like look at the material a certain way and think a certain way. Once I mastered that. I was already naturally doing it by the end of the class. The way I was forming thoughts, I was naturally looking at the material as if I was going to teach it. And because I did that, it made it so much easier for me to like learn the material. And that stuck with me. That's why in my previous episode, I was saying every hard class is an opportunity to learn how to study. This, this experience is why I say that. I wouldn't be as good at studying if it wasn't for like going all in in these classes and trying a million different strategies until something worked. So I want to go through like step by step my techniques for certain classes so you have an idea of like what maybe could work for you. So let's go back to intro to cell and molecular biology. As I said, my teacher did not give us PowerPoints. He gave us a video of him talking through the slides before the class. So day one, I will watch that video all the way through. I will take notes on my iPad, writing out all the notes in a way that I would understand, color coding, highlighting in a way I would understand, putting in the pictures. I would go into class and he would be going through the material. I would be super focused. I would write notes on anything he was saying outside of like what I already wrote there. In between like the PowerPoint, he would put questions up on the board. So I would write those questions in my notes and he would give us time to like answer them in class. He would give us the answer. I would take a picture of the answer, put it in my PowerPoint, in my uh, notes so that I could look at later. So I have all my notes, right? And we also have the study guide questions. But before I even look at the study guide questions, I have a split screen of the same notes on both sides. On the left, 
I have like my notes are showing, but then on the right, I scroll all the way down on my notes and create a different section that says studying. So on the left, I'm going through my notes and as I'm reading through it, I'm creating my own questions. On the right, I'll be writing in every question that I can possibly think of as if I'm creating the exam. So I would put my notes away. I would try to answer all of those questions. Sometimes I could answer all of, like a lot of it. Sometimes there was a lot of stuff I was missing and that's okay. Like don't feel stressed if you like still like, oh my God, how come I still don't know these answers? It's fine, you're studying. <laughs> so you went through it once. Maybe you didn't get a lot of answers, that's fine. Open up your notes again. Now take a red pen, or I took like the red, I made my color red on my Apple Pencil, and then I answered all of the questions that I missed, or if I answered some of the questions incorrectly, I would cross things out, write stuff in, maybe write it in a better way. Sometimes I would take like extra time between when I wrote the questions and do something else and then when I came back and answered them so I'm like triggering that long-term memory instead of the short-term memory when it came closer to the quiz date that's what I would be looking at I would look at all of the questions that I made my answers I would look at what I got wrong and review those things that I got wrong and then if I had extra time I would take those study guide questions that was given to us by the professor and pretty much all of the time most of the time like I all of the questions that I created were also the questions on the study guide that's gonna obviously take a lot of time like if you don't have as much time as I did maybe you don't have to go through that step of like creating your own questions like not everyone has time for that depending on what other classes you're taking so it's okay like go through his study guide questions like they're there for a reason and then try to answer those. But yeah, like if I had extra time before the quiz, like I would go through the study guide questions, try to write in my answers um, or like read through it and see if like there's stuff like I really don't know and then try to teach myself that. But yeah, that's pretty much all of the study strategies I have used over the years. Each class has been a different variation of those strategies, but it has worked for me every single time. So just to summarize everything I talked about, if you want an A in that class, use every strategy you possibly have the time for. The more ways you go through it, the different parts of your brain will be used and therefore the easier it will be to memorize something. And also the more the information is repeated, the easier it will end up being to learn it. I promise you don't have to be naturally intelligent to get an A in the class. Like anyone can do it. It's just maybe harder for certain people than others, depending on your situation and how well you pick up information. But it's definitely not impossible. And you can do it. I can do it. Anyone can do it. And I believe in you guys. If you have any questions about these strategies, feel free to reach out to me on life underscore as a pre-med on Instagram, or you can reach out at our email, lifeasapremed10 at gmail.com. 
We would love to hear your voice. We would love to hear your questions and we will possibly answer them in upcoming podcasts. Thank you for listening and see you on the next episode of Life as a Pre-Med. Oh, 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 o